The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to today's show. I have been so excited to record today's episode for you because I feel called to share this message with you guys. I have already shared this message with my Missing Link members, and it was so well received in that I got so many messages afterwards saying, thank you so much for sharing this. I really needed to hear this today. And I just feel like it's something that the whole world can benefit from. So the topic of today's episode is on slowing down, but I want to give you a few examples first before I get to the lesson that I recently learned. So this all started when I had this first aha moment a few weeks ago when I was grocery shopping and I was done with my grocery shopping. I actually went into the store, which oftentimes I actually just get my groceries delivered, but I went into the store I had unpacked my groceries into the back of my car and I needed to put the cart somewhere. So I saw that there was a cart corral pretty close by. However, the entrance to put my cart away was on the opposite side of where I was, meaning I would have had to walk towards the cart corral all the way around and then put the cart in and then walk back to my car. And I had noticed that there were a few people who were thinking similar to me and were being a bit lazy, and therefore they did not walk all the way around. Instead, they just left the cart on the opposite side. So it wasn't in the cart corral. It was just on the outside of it. So my first thought was, I just got to get home. I got to unpack these groceries. I've got things to do today. I'm just going to leave it here on the outside. But I felt a little guilty. And in the moment, I thought to myself, you know, it probably is not going to take that much longer. Let me just put it where it's supposed to go. And not only that, but I'm going to count. I'm going to time myself. How many seconds would I have been saving if I did not go all the way around to put the cart in? So I'm having all these thoughts and I decide, okay, I'm going to go all the way in. So I'm walking over. And as soon as I hit the point where I would have left the cart on the incorrect side, I start counting and I put the cart back where it's supposed to go. And by the time that I'm done counting, I realized that it only took me 10 extra seconds to put the grocery cart where it was supposed to go. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I was having so many anxious thoughts about how much more time it would take to put this grocery cart back where it's supposed to go than 
if I were to leave it in a place that would be quicker and allow me to keep going my day. And I felt so anxious. I felt overwhelmed and rushed because I was telling myself, I don't have time to put it where it needs to go. And realistically, it was only 10 seconds. I have 10 seconds to slow down. It doesn't feel like that, but I do. So my second example where I had this same aha moment is when I feed my dog's lunch. So let me, let me back up here and say that my dog never got lunch before. I still think it's somewhat of a silly thing. You'll have to let me know if you guys feed your pets lunch. But when I moved in with my fiance, it was something that he does for his dog and they get yogurt and some bananas. And so when my fiance is feeding the dogs, both of our dogs get lunch. So when he can to do it, I will feed the dogs lunch. And one thing that I noticed is that he, my fiance is so patient. He will scoop the yogurt, put it in a bowl for his dog. And then my dog, because he's much smaller, he's a Pomeranian toy poodle mix. He's much smaller. So he doesn't get a scoop of yogurt, but rather he just gets the spoon that the yogurt was dipped in. So what I do when I feed the dogs is I feel rushed and I feel like, okay, I've got to feed them lunch and then make my lunch and then do all the things. So I just put the spoon on the ground for Finn to lick it. But what I noticed that my fiance does is he will hold the spoon for however long it takes for my dog Finn to lick all of the yogurt off. And in my mind, I'm like, why is he doing that? That's so generous of him to just hold it. He's just standing there, not doing anything else. He's just holding the spoon. And it sounds so simple, but it's something that I don't take the time for. So similar to the grocery cart experience, I decided one day, you know what? I'm going to count how long it takes for Finn to lick this spoon. How much time am I actually saving by putting it on the ground, letting him lick it from there and doing other things. And so I counted and it was only 30 seconds. And again, I had that same aha moment of, oh my gosh, I'm stressing myself out, telling myself, go, go, go do the next thing. You can't hold it for him. That's going to take too long. When in reality, it was only 30 seconds. I can slow down for 30 seconds. So my main lesson that I was learning with these few examples was to first slow down. However, I interpreted that in two different ways. The first way I interpreted it was not only to slow down, but that our minds are running so fast. And the more time that we take to think about something, the more likely we are to not only talk ourselves out of it or wasting time so that we no longer have time to do it, but it also causes us to feel stressed and anxious and overwhelmed. And in reality, if we just did the thing or you know, if we didn't take so much time to think about it, we actually would not only be saving time, but we also would feel better. So an example for this is the more that you try to think about your exercise program, this is for you and myself included. The more time we take to think about, okay, which exercises should I do today? What time should I do them? What order should I do them in? You know, all these specific details, the more time we take to think about that, the more likely that we will, A, feel fatigued, we'll feel stressed and drained, 
without even having done the exercises yet. And not only that, but we'll feel intimidated and overwhelmed. So we likely won't even start the exercise because we're, we're setting ourselves up for failure. Whereas instead, if we just did one exercise, if we just got started, we could have at least done one exercise and feel accomplished. And it didn't take that long. Maybe it only takes 30 seconds or one minute or two minutes to do that. So that was my first interpretation. And my second interpretation was to slow down, meaning be present. In, in these two examples of the grocery cart and with Finn licking the spoon, when I realized, oh, wow, that only took 10 seconds or that only took 30 seconds, I actually felt calmer. And I felt like I was in more control over my day rather than feeling stressed and anxious and rushing and overwhelmed. And I think that if I just slow down more, which means doing more things, you know, calming myself down so that I actually let Finn lick the spoon. Yes, that takes 30 seconds. But when I don't take those 30 seconds to do that, I feel rushed. And I, will then just keep going through my day feeling that way. So I hope this makes sense to you. I just felt like it was such an aha moment to me that I just felt like I needed to share. And hopefully you've heard this before, but if anything, it can be a good reminder to slow down, take deep breaths, be present, and also know that when you slow down And when you do these things where it might only add 10 seconds to your day or 30 seconds or a minute, it will often result in you feeling more energized and less fatigued, more accomplished. So again, I hope that makes sense. I hope it's something that you can implement into your day. It's something that I actually wrote down on a post-it note so that I can continue reminding myself of this lesson. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm excited to see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you loved this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.